genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with cap. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the threequel, where we are talking about three minutes of the 1993 Turtles third film. Three minutes at a time. Did I say that? There's a lot of threes involved. Many threes. Very confused. So many. Joining me are my other three co-hosts. Chris O'Connor, the fourth. Yeah, I kind of want to call it a trio cool, <laughs> but that sounds stupid. Adam Sheehan, Hello. the first. Whoops. Hello. I'm the one and only. <laughs> and Rachel Gatlin, I'm assuming also the only. As far as I know. <laughs> so she if hasn't you take... found my clone protocols that I have in the basement. Mm. Yeah, if you take all that and you add it together, you get the coolness of one Norman Mitchell joining us today. Oh, well, uh, glad to be here. I'm actually a junior, so hey, there you go. Oh, so if oh, you add that. you and Adam and Rachel together, you still get no. If you add you and Adam together, we get three, right? Two junior is the second one, plus Adam's the first, yeah. and then you subtract Rachel from Chris. That brings him down to three. See, mm. all threes all around. There you go. Well, that's I mean, I'm, myself, I'm, of course. I'm Numerology third, is trash. That's, a, that's some Scott I'm the Steiner math. Child, does that does that does Who that said mean Scott anything? Steiner math? I did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the ninety ninth and one half percent. Well, I'm you're not three wrong. You're in, just misguided. So. <laughs> uh, Rachel, you're the third child, so yeah. that does count. Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I would have um, been I would have been a junior if I had been a boy. So that's that's just sexism. <laughs> That's weird to wait till the third child to do a junior. I mean, the patriarchy. So technically my sister is the the junior. All right. It's complicated. But then I would have been named after my dad's first name. It's stupid. (laughs) It's a whole big thing. It's a whole thing. (laughs) Patronymic. Well, anyway, we are here talking about minutes 40 through 42 this fine Wednesday morning, afternoon, whatever the hell time it is. Um, And this starts with... Leonardo giving away his swords and uh, some great sound effects and ends with mayhem, mm. I'll just rabble, say. Rabble, 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 get the torches. Yeah, <laughs> it is basically just that for almost an entire minute at the mm-hmm. end. Um, so, hey, let's talk about this first gag. Leo hands his swords off, and in the span of about two seconds, I just it's such a funny little quick, here, hold these, Domo, thank you, honk. <laughs> Like, the rhythm of this gag just gets me. The fact mm. that he thanks Leo is so absurd and funny. It's such a Bugs Bunny moment. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Turtle season, these. farmer season. Turtle season, <laughs> farmer season. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful... And the, the little clown honk when he punches him, I think... Like, it's those moments where... 
I, I don't mind it this time because it is such a like it's such a bit you know normally in these films i'm like oh be more serious let's be dark and gritty because whatever but this time I'm just like that's yeah it's a perfect place for like a honk <laughs> i'm a fan what can i say i mean ultimately kids movie you know it is sure sure yeah it's allowable i'll let it go um there's you guys remember how I do that thing where I don't know what people are saying sometimes mm-hmm. in these movies. So they're beating up on Raph. They're they're like swinging sticks at Raph and hitting him and using the shell. I yeah. I don't know what he says, but I think he says dits like ditzy mm. or does he say dicks like hey you dicks? I or does very he say, seriously doubt he says dicks. Does he say dents? <laughs> Like, don't put dents in my show. What does he say? I, I can I can hear Raph saying, "Hey, you dicks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does he say thanks? Is it thanks, Chris? <sighs> Maybe I, I'm not sure. Well, hang on, let me listen again. I really don't know. It might be thanks. Hits? I don't know. That's I don't. Yeah, it sounds like he's saying dents. It's just, RoboCop. Yeah, RoboCop. It's Rawhide RoboCop. You're right. <laughs> or what was the one? It, it's di- he's saying diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout back to Turtles too. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a big controversy. I know. Oh, we've had fun on this show over the years, haven't we? Mm. <laughs> well, too bad we have to do this one now. <sighs> anyway, uh, so wrap some stuff. He gets a really good thing. Uh, this so Mitsu is pulling. We get a shot of Mitsu. Her music cues in. She's pulling back the bow. We get the shot of her pulling back the bow, and the camera cuts to Raphael, Taking and he's like, time. "Huh? What?" And he takes in one shot. The fact they did this in one sh- one camera shot. He pulls out the eye, throws it, and breaks the arrow. Like, granted, it probably took him a hundred thousand times, and it's the plastic sigh and the arrow is probably made out of a rolled up tube of paper or something but like that's still pretty cool they did that in one shot she had like no reaction to like having yeah. her bow because like, they had practiced it a hundred times like a two pound piece of steel but yeah, yeah she, I, I love how he just lobs a sigh and then the the arrow just breaks yeah but she's really taking her time like she's mm. like angling up her shot like take the shot yeah she's like do it never it's a passed, clean like, break half draw it, it, it didn't even splinter. It's like someone like took a table saw and cut it in half. Yeah, she's probably holding it in two pieces, and the side just needs to like get there. That's yeah. why it's not like a full draw or anything. And it, when it hits, like it breaks, and it just kind of like it's on her arm, right? Like it's it's like yeah. there. Like yeah. no, it's like it's a heavy piece of steel. It should go it, if she's lucky. It hits the arrow and goes through, and it you know breaks the arrow and it's it's lost. But if it hits her, it looks like it's gonna break her wrist. Yeah, and I it's think such, it's such a Sorry, clean, it's such a clean break too. Like someone clearly scored it, so like when it hit, it just shattered. Yeah. All right, I I have I have a correction. I think there's a whip pen or a, like a, a whip edit hidden in there. Oh, Ooh. I just went back and forth a few times where you guys are talking, and it it does. It's very subtle, but it looks like the rotation of the side changes right before it hits the bow. So I thought it was one shot. I think there's an edit in there. Mm. Um. But it looks good. It's a good edit. Nice piece of filmmaking right there. Is everyone going back and forth on it now? Yeah, Adam, now, now I'm looking at it. The consensus is? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think she's holding that arrow in two pieces, and she just lets it drop when the sigh comes into the... It's the bow. But I think there is a cut <laughs> yeah. there. It's, 
it looks really bad either way. I mean, if you're not <laughs> dwelling not on it, it's fine. Filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not watching this three it's minutes not. at a time. <laughs> I do like that he pulls a Mutombo. No, no, no. <laughs> not in my house. Not in my house. <laughs> it's a Geico commercial waiting to happen now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I recognized this actress from another early 90s movie that I watched really? a lot as a kid. Uh, Vivian Wu. She is also in The Giver. Ah! Oh. I think we've mentioned that before. I I know her from uh, the Joy Luck Club. That's the only other thing I recognized mm. her from. I watched The Giver a bunch as a kid because I had it on VHS. Nice. nice. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I've always what like, was that movie rated known about it? P- PG thirteen, I think. Okay. Um. So Mitsu basically calls a timeout here. Everyone stops, <laughs> and uh, Donatello is like, "I know how to make them." like us let's show them we're horrifying monsters (laughs) (laughs) and then they hug each other and we're like see friends it's like yes you're friends with yourself wow great and more assumptions that everyone speaks english like i know we've already established that they do but so dumb that's why they hug though because if they don't speak english at least they see that we're friendly giant monster people i i have just written off everyone being able to understand each other as the magic of the scepter and i just ignore it Mm. Yeah. See, there you go. That's a MacGuffin I can get behind. Mitsu being like, "Oh no, wait! They're just like the other one." And it's just like at first, it, it, uh, what is it like? Don't be afraid. So like at first, it's like she could be talking to the turtles. No, she's talking to her band of of Japanese farmers mm-hmm. who somehow she knows English, but there's no way they all. Know. Yeah. I just, I just right. like how we have that slow moment where she takes Raph's helmet off and she's like, "Oh, there you are, Peter." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I heard you saying that before you said it. Rap, I don't kiss on the first date. What? Uh, Dude, come on. Uh, Norman, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your theory as headcanon that it's just the scepter. And like, it reminded me of, this is a dumb reference, but there was a Pound Puppies movie. Yeah. Where there was like that. a magic bone that let oh. the dogs and the people talk to each other and like, the bone got broken or stolen that they couldn't understand each other. How wait, how do you use the magic bone to communicate? It just works. I don't I don't remember. Does it have to be in your mouth or do you wear it on like no, a no, collar? No, no, or no, no. It's like or? it just has to be a thing. We'll get into that on Pound Puppies Man. Yeah. There you okay. go. It was there like, so, go, yeah. like someone long ago <laughs> discovered the magic bone and then the human was like, Oh, I can <laughs> understand you, dog. <laughs> Knowledge of the bone imparts the power of the bone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it down. <sighs> so a listen. Lot of bone talk here. Mitsu Boning says down. that these guys are just like the other one. And then Donnie and Leo have a very large celebration in which gums are flapping much wider mm. than they should. Yep. But there's also there's this uncomfortable. Thank you for the reenactment, Chris. There's also this really uncomfortably long close up on wit. On the ground, yeah. which he goes through the well, entire like cuts, cycle of emotions. Yeah, it cuts back and forth of him, like, being held on the ground. And Very it, unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> There's just too much of him. I'm like, why? He's just like, oh, they're celebrating? Why are they celebrating? Oh. Ugh, I can't believe they're celebrating. Does he get a lot of focus just making up for the fact that he wasn't in the second one? Like, yeah. what is this? That's our working theory, is, that, is that Elias Codios was just like, listen, I need two rolls. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be next to a turtle at any time in a sewer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And all the camera time. Yeah, they and I want to do an accent. They blew their budget on Elias Codius and horses. Yes, that's yes. that's our running theme. 
<laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the one with the horses. <laughs> the one there's with some all good horsework in this movie coming up. Yeah. Pony. Yeah, there's already been some good horsework. There's the I'm I'm I like sort of the the new things that we see in this film. It does feel like very much like an episode of like Star Trek, right? In that they, oh, we're going to go off and do a thing that we've never seen them do before, right? Jean-Luc is going to go mountain climbing, right? <laughs> One of those like adventure of the week type movies um, just in turtle form. So speaking of Star Trek moments, this next shot is the entire band of rebels. And uh, this is just Star Wars. And the turtles <laughs> hiking through a mountain pass. And it just reminds me of the same scene in Star Trek Insurrection. <laughs> uh, where the crew of the Enterprise and the Baku are, are walking through the woods. Wow, you this is remember just Star a lot Trek. of that movie. <sighs> Listen, man, I remember a lot about the worst movies in every franchise. Mm. Hey, that's me, also I been on my mind movies. a lot lately being this year and how often we say the word insurrection. Yeah, I remember hearing that on the news. I'm like, my only other frame of reference is that Star Trek movie. <laughs> and that ghost yeah. song. Yeah. But that's different. The one where Patrick Stewart supposedly gets younger, but you can't tell. Mm. And, uh... To be fair. Oh my God, he... also like a time travel thing. To be of. fair, he hasn't really aged in like 20 years. He's looked exactly the same. Right. He aged a little 20, bit after yeah. Star Trek and then he just stopped. Yeah. That put a lid on it. There's a shot of the, the feet of the rebels interspersed with turtle feet. And it's kind of, and Chris, you're going to have to help me out. I don't remember the names of the boots, the two toed boots oh, that uh, you see. Well, they're like, tabby, uh, aren't they? Tabby. Yeah. Tabby. It's like yeah. Tabby style and it's like the socks slash boots. And it's like, right. You so you see a lot of those, them. but then you actually see these two toed turtle feet. Back, and I'm just like, that's kind of a clever little shot to show like unification of these two peoples. Like it's like they're kind of mm. similar, but not quite. I just it's cute. I like it. <laughs> um, and then Wit starts talking in his terrible accent to mm-hmm. April, and Raph comes over and says, "Hey, pal, you got a you got a cousin or a relative in Brooklyn or something like that." But his lips don't move. It's totally with the stunt head. <laughs> Mm. And it's really off-putting, and I never noticed that before. <laughs> I don't think I've ever yeah. noticed a line before, but when you watch it and the lips don't move at all, it's very awkward. Um, oh, what else is good here? Uh, I, I like uh, I like Mitsu's introduction here with the with in this little bit because I like I like that they're showing like a woman be in charge of a group in a show that in a movie made for like young boys. I think that's a good thing, even if it could mm. be better. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you. It's it's nice that it's not just a whole bunch of like dudes lording over everything in this film. Um, that Mitsu's got some control and some power in this situation, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. Uh, except over her bow and arrow. Right. <laughs> um, and then we're kind of out of the frying pan and wait for it into the fire. Oh, there you go. I wrote that one down because the village is on fire. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I see. I see. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, and we cut to the next minute, which is minute 42, and it's, it's basically just, just a lot of fire All chaos. Stuff. All, no. it's, it's a minute of straight looting and, and chaos and pillaging and <sighs> Random whatever. gunshots and torches yeah. and stuff's burning and villagers are upset and old people are looking for babies. Yeah. And, yeah. There's a guy with a terrible fake beard and wig. Mm. Oh yeah, the old I know man the guy. looking for Yoshi. His beard and wig look terrible in that shot. <laughs> it's the first time we see him, but it won't be the last time, if I'm not mistaken. No, um, not the last time. And we learn that there's someone named Yoshi, which mm-hmm. I guess we probably should mention. We don't know who that is yet. Yoshi, Yoshi. Um, 
Michelangelo, we see him again. He's in the hut, and he's like, oh, no, something's happening. I should probably get out of here. We hear gunshots. We see fire, and that's it. It's just fire and gunshots and, and chaos for the rest of the minute. And yeah, that, that wig ends. is so bad. Yeah, we just got there. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, also, Elizabeth I was queen of England at this time, by the way. So was she mm-hmm. because... What this movie takes place in 1603? Did we? Did we would be the last that? year of her reign, actually. Yeah, it was either was just either about the, just yeah, about to kick it. The very very tail end of her reign, or the beginning of James the first. Yeah. So, I think we brought this up at the beginning. Like, depending on what yeah. part of the of 1603 this is, it could right. be. But as far yeah. but as far as these Englishmen are concerned, they left right. they left England when Queen Elizabeth right. was in charge. Right. 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 They would have no news. Yeah, they they come back and find out she's dead, and there's a new king. Yeah, they didn't have Twitter yet. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have uh, email. Ye old yeah. Twitter. <laughs> I guess the moral of this chunk of minutes is uh, Casey Jones has a terrible British accent. That's what yeah. I'm going with. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's real bad. These are the most lines that Wit has had. Um, Mugging and, for the camera. Yeah, it's it's not a great accent. But when you're seven, you don't know any better. You yeah. don't. You really so. don't. Um, make sure you guys jump over to uh, Tales from the Short Box and listen to that today because that comes out today on Wednesday. Adam, tell us a little bit. Yeah, so uh, God willing, you'll get a new episode of uh, Tales from the Short Box today. We, we put out an episode every Wednesday. We talk about the comics that came out last Wednesday. Also, while you're listening to podcasts on a Wednesday, you can head on over to True Believers podcast and listen to Chris do his thing. Yeah, me and my co-host will talk about uh, whatever is going on at the MCU at the moment. So we've done WandaVision. Um, as we're recording this, we're getting ready to start doing... Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, by the time this comes out, Loki, Black Widow. I'm not Who sure. I'm convinced Black Widow is not ever happening. That movie doesn't exist. <laughs> we got to get that do it, Baron Zemo action. <laughs> yeah. And uh, once again, make sure you guys take a listen to Norman over right. on Lord of the Rings Minute on Dueling Genre. Right, Norman? That's right. All all three Lord of the Rings movies extended. We we did them all. It's so That's, many episodes. God you deserve you a medal. And, God bless you and Cass for trudging did, through all that. You deserve to never have to do this again. What are you even <laughs> right? doing? How here? many episodes was that? Did you hit a thousand? We, um, there's no, not a thousand. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. There's 205 of Fellowship, 225 of Two Towers. And two hundred and forty of Return of the King. Yes. Wait a minute! Did you not do the Hobbit? Two hundred forty-five. No, no. Oh, <laughs> thank why? God. Why? Uh, <laughs> uh, we we plan to slacker. We we plan to cover the Hobbit in chunks uh, over on Patreon. Mm. So what you're saying is the movies that aren't quite as good, you're going to try to just bal- blast through them as fast as you can? Yeah, we're going to do them in, I, I, we, we plan to do them in little chunks, release them on the Patreon. If people want that, they can support us on Patreon. Just do the Topher I, Grace edit of The Hobbit. You'll be fine. There you go. Did he do, a, did he did do he? an edit of that? I thought he did. I know he did Star he did. Wars. Huh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, he did the Phantom right. Editor, whatever. There, right? There has to yeah. be a good. There has to be a good movie in those three. Those three things think, that they I did. I think there is. You could I think edit there it is. Down. I think the first movie is pretty decent. It's the the second and third ones that are just like, why did this happen? Yeah. 
I think the I mean, rank and said for a lot of things is way money. more digestible. Mm, there you go. Well, listen, the bottom line is there's tons of content over at Dueling Genre, so you might as well go listen to it, and you might as well become a Patreon supporter so you can get even more crazy good content from hundreds, Dueling Genre. Hundreds of episodes. So much episodes. And stuff but, like Dueling Genre Versus. Yeah. Yeah, or Dueling Genre Tonight. All of which, by the way, have fantastic theme songs. I'm just putting it out mm, there. I wonder, they I wonder really they do. Those. I think my favorite is the Dueling Genre Versus one. That is an excellent piece of score. <laughs> and all yeah, of I, which have all of us on them. So yeah, if you want more of our voices true. in your ears, then yep, been all that over out. that. All right. Fun well, stuff. listen, we could talk about ourselves all day. <laughs> we could. We do sometimes. Mm. Um, but we're going to leave it here. So we'll see you guys on Friday for minutes 43 to 45. Uh, we are plugging right away through this film. It's going quick. Thank God. Uh, for the crew here, I am Scott. That is Chris, Adam, and Rachel, and Norman. And we will see you guys on Friday. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. So long. Bye. Bye.